What is up, everybody? We are back. I am George Mossy. Say hello to my co-host, Sharona. 90 Day Fiance. The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 3. We waited long enough. It is finally here. And Gabe has hopped on a plane and he is headed to Columbia. And we spent some time with Isabel and her besties, Samuel and Mateo. Samuel, who actually introduced her to Gabe. And we were talking about some things in the relationship that she was wondering about. And it got a little weird, guys. So she said that there's questions about their intimacy that she doesn't understand. And it's, she's kind of nervous to ask. Like, she feels like that she can ask Gabe a lot of questions, but there's still questions that she doesn't understand. Because this is all, you have to remember, this is new to Isabel. She did not even know about his status as trans. And now she's in a relationship with him. And she just wonders, how does this all work? And I feel like these are questions and things that she will have to ask Gabe at some point. Because she's like, it all works perfectly fine. It looks all normal. But she does have questions. And she's like, so the orgasm, what's going on here? And I get that. And these are questions that they do need to go over and ask because they're going to get married. You know, this is super important. And I want her to feel comfortable to asking Gabe these questions because her friends Samuel and Mateo can only help her so much, you know, with this information. And when you're going to be married to someone, that information is important for you to know. You have to physically understand what's going on in your intimate life. So that conversation with her besties turned into, are you going to tell your parents? How does your father, Miguel, how do you think he's going to react? And she said that if her father doesn't react in a positive way, she doesn't really know if she could choose between Gabe and her family. Now, that made me really, really nervous because I feel like her father, they said, is very stuck in his religious ways and his culture. So, again, I don't want to sound like a broken record. It's none of his business, Gabe. Like, for real, like, he doesn't need to know. You've had your surgery. You are the true identity of who you are. There is no reason to tell anyone what identity you may have been born as that is so irrelevant to the situation you are who you are you are gabe you are gabriel i want you to be happy and the idea that her father could have the power to make this relationship not work kind of pisses me off yeah i feel the same way like i get gabe wanting to be fully open but it's hard when you're going to a country that does not accept stuff like that and that could just make it so much worse um, and we don't want to see that. Like, they're such an amazing couple from what we've seen. Like, seeing Isabel and her family and her daughter and her friends. Like, everyone's so accepting. So, bringing that extra, like, stress with telling her family everything, it could, like she said, it could mess up their relationship. And Gabe just gave up everything to move to this country. So, I just don't, I don't know. Like, I just don't understand. I don't know if it's. I get that Gabe wants to be open. I get it. Mm -hmm. But maybe, I don't know. It's just, it's such a scary situation. I know. I'm scared. And Gabe, I just want you to be yourself. And you don't need to prove anything to anyone. You don't need anyone's approval. And it's funny because her family loves you already. So you have their approval. So exactly. I'm hoping that that's all you need. So we met Mock Mood last night. And I want to get some first raw impression reactions from you because we learned from his older brothers that his first experience with a girlfriend or a woman was with Nicole and he married her. Now I was thinking back and I was like, I think my first girlfriend, I was in the fifth grade and maybe made it five days. And we fought <laughs> like, we fought like three of those. So I was like, what if I would have married my first girlfriend that I ever interacted with? Like, you know, like that was where I, it kind of hit me. Cause I was like, this is explaining a lot because he, he doesn't understand 
that Nicole is an LA girl and she's an eccentric girl and she, she's about her fashion and she's just, everything about her is an expression of herself. She expresses herself through her hair, through her, her look, her clothing, and he wants to change her. And I feel like since he was raised in his religion, he doesn't see it as changing her. Because even his brother said, they were like, they see it as, you know, restrictions. But it, to us, we see it as a way of life. It's a blessing. It's something that you will enjoy. And I was like, I'm not 100% sure Nicole is ever going to see it that way. And mm -hmm. we also saw when she landed in Egypt wearing a full suit and turtleneck that he told her to close her jacket. And I was like, close it for what? She's literally covered from head to toe. We can't even see her neck. And I feel like this, this is just too much of a cultural difference. And I feel like Mahmoud explained in the preview when he came on, he said, the most important thing in my entire life is religion, then family. And he didn't say Nicole. So I was like, this is a problem because, and there's nothing wrong with having like a strong religious background and a strong religious stance, but I don't know if this is going to work because even Nicole's parents, her dad was like, we've never even been able to control her or tell her what to do or what to dress or what to say. How can this man that she barely knows who she's already escaped from before she had to leave? It was so bad. How is she going to go back and let this man change her? And in her mind, she's like, well, maybe we can talk about it and he'll understand that these differences I'm just not willing to do. And I feel like in that religion, we've watched a lot of men who are Muslim marry American women. It's not really a compromise. It's not really a conversation. It's it's more of a demand. I mean, yeah. I mean, she's going to that country and she's marrying someone Muslim. Like, like you said, it's not up for debate. Like right. When you live there, you live there. And she already has converted and she is Muslim. So you can't just be like, well, I'm Muslim, but I'm not really going to follow everything. Like, you have to. Like, when you are fully in something, that's like saying I'm vegan, but, like, I only eat meat on the weekends. Like, that's not how it works. Exactly. You have to do it. And in that country, like, I don't think she understands, like, women have to do these things. You have to wear the hijab. You have to do all of these different things or else you don't know what could happen to you. I yeah. mean, she's really, I don't know. I feel like she already left once. So going back and expecting something different, I don't know how she's going to expect it to be different. It's not a conversation. Like that is a religion and that is the country and that's where she's going to live. If they came to the United States, yes, I could see that being differently, but they're mm -hmm. not. They're living over there. So she either has to accept the culture and be a part of it or I don't see it working. I'm sorry. I don't either. I feel like her going back a second time is, is a waste of time because her problems that she left there are waiting for her as she mm -hmm. arrives back to Egypt. His his opinions haven't changed on how she needs to act and dress. And it's not a it's not something that he's going to just wake up one day and say, you know what, I really tried to change her. She won't change. Let's just move on. No, their religion is a way of life. They wake up their religion. They eat, sleep, pray five times a day. Like this is a huge part of his life. Literally the first thing that he said that mattered in his life was that religion. So there's no way that that's going to change. And like you said, this isn't going to work out. And it's unfortunate because I feel like Nicole really does love him, but she doesn't realize how serious it was converting to a religion without any research. So I want to talk about my favorite person in the whole world. Her name is <laughs> Debbie and she's from Sugar Hill, Georgia, and she's a 67 year old artist and she makes and sells jewelry and she's eccentric and she beats to her own drum. And I'm just obsessed with everything about her. And I was watching the package on Debbie and I was like, man, 
she's like literally the most coolest person in the world. Like who said age <laughs> mattered, right? Like I feel like I would hang out with Debbie. She is so freaking cool. And like we met her son, Julian, who happens to be a cop. He's my favorite too. Did you hear how Julian was referring to Osama? He's like, when I heard that my mom was dating a, a 24 year old Moroccan male, he was literally describing him like a cop would describe on a call. <laughs> and I was like, I love that Julian is such a logical person. Cause he's like, hmm. 24 years old, Moroccan, male, 67-year-old female, this is a scam. Like, he was literally, like, doing a police investigation. And I love that logic because sometimes you need somebody like that in your life to just tell you, look, I'm going to tell you how this looks. I know what you feel, but I'm going to tell you what this looks like. And Julian was just like, this is what it looks like. But Debbie has informed us that Osama, in the three years that they've been talking, has not asked her for money one time. Now, do you believe her? Because we do know, we've heard from people like Caesar in the past who would say that they've never oh. asked for money and it wasn't true. So do you believe it? Uh, I feel like it's kind of a little hard to believe. I think she's amazing, but I don't know. And I mean, it could be her, like you kind of saw in the clip where she's like, well, what if I want to give him money? Exactly. So it could be her just offering, which is different than him asking. Mm -hmm. So she might be lying, but I do believe there must be a little bit of money exchange involved. There has to be. I mean, I don't want to sound like Debbie's not worth it because Debbie's amazing and she yeah. is. But what it, what would attract a 24-year-old to pursue a relationship with a 67-year-old? And she has been to Morocco twice. We've They've interacted with each other. And she does feel like they have a connection. But he did pursue her based on their art. So mm -hmm. he's an artist and a poet. And they interacted. Um, They wouldn't send each other nudes. They sent each other pictures of each other's art. So I feel like they're already on a deeper level. Because, you know, people yeah. our age, they just send nudes to each other. They're like, no, we're going to send pictures of our artwork. And he sent her his poetry. And I do feel like there is some sort of connection. But how real is this connection? And we do know that Debbie's been married twice. And the first marriage ended pretty bad. And then the second marriage ended even worse because she found out that he was cheating on her with a woman in another country. So she swore off all men until she met Osama. So I feel like if this doesn't work out, this is going to be heartbreaking for her. And she's dedicated three years of her life. She's literally leaving her home, her two children, everything that she's ever had in life to move to Morocco. And I feel like, what if it doesn't work out? I feel so worried. Like we need to protect Debbie at all costs. I want her to be protected. <laughs> but I also love the fact that she's like, I'm 67 and I'm trying to have some fun and live my life. And this is who I am. And I, I love that about her. But I'm just like on Julian's side a little bit because he's like, I need to protect you because I don't know what this man has is going through his head, you know, because typically 24 year olds don't pursue 67 year olds. Yeah, I feel that. But at the same time, like what you're saying, like they have similar interests. She's so young at heart, you can tell. So that could have attracted him to her. Um, they have such similar interests. I love her art, by the way, and all her jewelry. That was so amazing. Um, so that could be something. I just, I hope that he's not trying to hurt her because she's trying to have a good time and live her best life. And I'm really worried just because of what we saw in the previews mm. i don't know i just don't want him to hurt her she seems so cool like you said like i'd love to hang out with her she seems like a great time she does and i feel like she really does love him and i love the fact that she went to morocco and she met him and she was like you're too young for me and she tried to break it off and she's like this would never work you're a young man and this would never work and they still interacted and she said that it's more than just age it's connection 
And mm-hmm. I do want to just say connection is so important when it comes to relationship. I know age is important too, but like having a conversation with someone and talking about something on a deeper level is so important. That's that's what makes relationships last. So yes. I want this to work for her, but I also know that she said it herself. Like she never wanted to be with someone younger, especially not this young. It just kind of happened that way. And it makes me wonder, did it just happen through fate or did Osama make it happen? You know, he did he find her and then pursue her and then convince her? So we have so many questions and I feel like Officer Julian can probably help. I feel like he could probably do a good investigation and let us know what's going on. I kind of feel like he will. You know, I'm yeah. hoping that Officer Julian hops on a plane with his mom and they go and he interacts and interrogates Osama, you know, and just get some information from him <laughs> because I want to know what's going on. And I know we, we're going to meet Osama next week and we're going to hear more about his story but she's gonna be moving there in two weeks and i'm just i'm excited to see this because i'm happy for her and i'm happy for this relationship and i just love her like she's amazing i'm obsessed with her she's probably my new favorite cast members within one minute of the package of meeting her i was like i'm obsessed with this person she's freaking amazing like so i'm just worried that things might not work out because I want everybody to fall in love, you know, like I want to turn 90 day fiance into like a dating show that really works, <laughs> but I'm, I'm seeing a lot of red flags. Like even the people who are already married this season, like Danielle and Johan, I don't see how this is going to actually work. You know, like, I don't see like, there's a lot in Nicole and Mahmoud, like, I don't know how these relationships are actually going to pan out Then they're already married. So it's like, I want this to work out, but I also love when things don't work out because that is really fun to watch you with some popcorn and, <laughs> you know, something to drink and just watching people battle it out and call each other the worst possible names. Let's go back to Danielle and Muhammad when she threw an entire um, (laughs) notebook of information and was like, you're using me and smacked him with a notebook. That was one of the most iconic scenes. So I don't want that to happen, but if it does, I'm going to watch it. Amen. I'm right there with you. All right, guys, that's all the time we have. So that was 90 Day Fiance, The Other Way, Season 4, Episode 3. Next week, we will be back for Episode 4. I cannot wait. We've met everyone this season. I think you guys know who I think my favorite is so far. It's Debbie. I love everybody this season. Don't get me wrong. Debbie is just amazing, and I love Gabe and Isabel, too. Nicole and Mahmoud are just going to be all the drama. Like, I'm just excited about this season. Bravo to TLC for casting this season. You did good. You know you did. Catch yourself <laughs> on the back. All right, guys. I'm George Mossy. This is my co-host, Sharona. Make sure you follow me on all social media platforms at George Mossy, georgemossy.com, and anywhere you get your podcast. And you need to follow Sharona, too. She's on TikTok and Instagram, and her links are right here. So you need to do that right now. We'll talk to you guys all really soon. <laughs>